listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, episode 74. Today, we're going to talk about how to get that new platform launched and get people excited about it and go pay attention to it. i got some tips and tricks for you, so let's do this. Welcome to the Seminary of Hard Knocks, a podcast designed to help you master church communications and social media. These are practical solutions from the trenches that any church can use. Now, let's join your host, Seth Muse, White Oak High School Class of 1997, Hall of Famer. Hey, everybody. How are you doing this fine, fine day? Glad to be with you again. And today, I'm going to bring you some content that I've seen a lot of in our groups, Facebook groups, Instagram, whatever. I've seen people asking this question. And it's it's about how to get people to pay attention to social media when you launch a new platform. So I want to get into that in just a second. Before that, if you haven't signed up for the Engage Conference, I get to speak at this thing and there are some heavy hitters. I'm not one of them, but man, I'm so honored to be to be part of that lineup. Tom Rayner, I think, is, is going to be there. Carrie Newhoff, Brady Shearer, uh, or as Justin Dean likes to say, Brady Shearer is going to be there. Uh, lots, of, lots of good speakers, lots of great Holly Hall. Uh, Holly Tate uh, is going to be there um, and, and be able to speak. And what's cool about this, it's free and it's online and you can watch it over the course of like a 10 day period at your leisure. So it's a sign in and, and download stuff. So you'll be able to share some of this with people at your, uh, at your church or on your team. And it is good. It's put on by Texan church. So I'm very excited about it. I've got a link in my show notes. If you'll go to sethnews.com slash 74, that's the show notes for this show. I'm going to put a link to get that, uh, to go sign up for that. Uh, in my show notes. So go there and do that. So let's get into today's content about getting people to share, to to go pay attention when you've launched a new social media platform. Let's say you've launched an Instagram feed or a Facebook group or whatever, and you want people to go get, go to it and you're posting and you're maybe not even getting any traction. What do you do? What are some tips and tricks? You may do some of these, you may not, uh, but I'm going to give you a couple of the best practices for making that happen. And uh, hopefully it'll help you launch a new platform and get some traction in your church that uh, you maybe didn't have before. Let's, let's do it. Well, back when I was a youth pastor, I went on a couple mission trips. And one of the trips I went on was down to San Antonio. And what we're going to do is we're going to work with kids that had special needs and disabilities. And uh, it was kind of a um, an interesting trip to take students on. So you just go hang out and it's a lot of very social, high functioning people, uh, kids with like just simple, uh, social disorders or whatever. And, um, there was one kid there, I'll call him Nathan. And Nathan was one of those kids that was super, super social. And one of the things he did that always stuck out to me was if we're talking and I happen to look away at anything else going on, if I didn't make eye contact with him, he took that as I'm not listening. And so to bring me back to focus, what he would say over and over, he'd go, look, look, Hey, Seth, can you look at this? Hey, look, look. So what I was doing, I was telling my mom about, look, look. And he would just throw it in there. And I'm like, what, what? It forced me to look. It was crazy. And I was like, that's genius, man. You're just telling me to look. It's amazing what people will do if you just tell them what to do, right? If you'll just tell them, look, but he got my attention. And so many times that's the, that's really what we're trying to do on social media. We just want people who normally wouldn't look at our church and look at our message to come look at it. 
and look at Jesus. Look at the possibilities of this might be something for you. And so we're trying to say, look, look, look. So we're trying to disrupt the, the swipe. We're trying to disrupt the flow or the side scroll or the upward scroll, whatever platform you're on. We're trying to disrupt that, that, uh, that the scroll so that people will pay attention to the message that we have. And so basically we're saying, look, 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 look. And we want them to do that on social media. And when you launch a new platform in your church, especially if it's brand new, your church has never had an Instagram, your church has never had Facebook groups or even a page, or it's been a personal profile that's just called the church name and you're switching over to a page or you've got location, whatever it is you're trying to do. Uh, you're trying to launch a Twitter account. doesn't matter. If you're trying to launch something new that your church has never had, or you're trying to revive something you've had that no one's paid attention to in a while, which might even be harder. Um, you want them to start paying attention to it. And often what happens is you'll start to do some of these things that you see in these groups, you know, these best practices, here's how we do this. And then you get nothing, you get no traction whatsoever and think, oh man, I've seen so many disappointed communication directors and social media managers go, I just can't get anybody to talk, to like, or comment or share or nothing. It's just nothing. And, uh, I, I think to, I think if we do some of these things, we can help. So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks. You may be doing some of these already. If not, this will be review. Uh, this will be great for you to help you out, get started. Um, so let's just jump into it. But first the caveat, um, let's make sure before we even start trying to gauge this, that you are barking up the right tree in, in, to begin with. If you're trying to launch an Instagram account at a church that is mostly 60 and above members, that's probably doomed to fail a little bit. You might get a few, but that's going to be tough to get a, an Instagram account going when you've got older people in your church because they're not on Instagram. Same way if you try to launch um, a Twitter account and nobody at your church even is, is even on Facebook. Go for Facebook. You know, it's like find out where your target audience already is. And that's going to require a little research, a little digging, some surveys maybe. But before you even launch an a channel of any kind, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, make sure you're trying to launch it to the right people. And I know that you could say, well, I'm trying to reach people that aren't here. Fine. Well, you're going to have to pay for that. So unless you're ready to pay for ads and stuff like that, you, and even if you do pay for an ad for Instagram and you're like, I'm trying to get 18 to 25 year olds here or whatever. So we start an Instagram account and we're paying for ads and we're trying to get them here. What are they going to find when they get there? They actually show up and go, whoa. I thought there was a young adult thing here. I saw an ad. It looked really cool, but I'm the only one here, right? So there's that, that, that danger that you might, I mean, it's kind of lying to them, but it also just, it puts a bad taste in their mouth for your church. You wouldn't want that. So make sure you're launching to a, to a channel, to a targeted audience that actually makes sense for who you are and what you're trying to do. All right. So let's jump into some of the tips and, and I want to, I want to start very simple, start small and focused. Start small and focused. Don't do all the platforms at once. Pick one that you feel like could be your most successful and do that well. Do that well for a while. Don't just try to launch into everything. Do one thing. If you tried to, if you're already doing Facebook, and you're like, let's try to launch an Instagram. Well, if again, if you've got the target audience for it, great. But if you don't have the bandwidth to do both, then just stick with Facebook. And, and there's a couple other things we could talk about. I mean, join my Facebook group and ask, and we'll talk about that uh, more because that's such a, such a uh, really a nuanced answer to that. But for now, start small and focused and do that well. Second, I would say be consistent. And a lot of us are already doing this. We're already like putting out something that's, that's 
you know, content every single day and it's regular and it's, it's uh, on a schedule and we're not missing days or we're, we're consistent. Even if we're like every other day, whatever you're doing that. But what this does is this builds trust. You don't get trust immediately, but it builds trust and people start going to go into the social media when they see that you're consistent and it's not going to waste their time. You're not going to post like three things because you went to camp and then you're not going to post again for another year. Well, why would I follow you? You know, I'll just, I'll just follow you maybe, or I'll see some of the posts that you put up or my friends put up on Facebook and all the pictures from camp. You know, there's no real reason to follow you. Um, if it's just for pictures, I can get those from my friends. They'll put theirs on their Facebook. I'll see them, uh, following your church page for whatever, for camp or for whatever trip mission trip you took. If that's the only reason people have to follow you, cause that's the only time you post that's, that does not build trust. That's like, they're going to post when they do something huge and that's it. And that's only like four times a year. No point in following you. I'll get those pictures somewhere else. Sorry. That's just the way it is. So build that trust, be consistent and, and, and don't just drop off when there's nothing going on. Try to find engaging stuff, which actually is number three, ask questions, be engaging. Um, your strategy cannot be about the signups and the events and the registrations. It just cannot be about that on social media. You can let people know things are going on, but if you expect them to leave Facebook to go somewhere else to another site, they don't want to do that. So you can't be all about the signups and the, and the registrations. It's got to be about creating community or creating a culture online. And here's how you do this. Think about when you're posting and creating content, how is this valuable? If this is all there is, if they don't get anything else, I just interact with them on Facebook. I put out this thing on Instagram. This is it. They get the picture, the caption, the video, whatever it is. And that's it. How is it valuable to my target audience right there? If they're swiping, they stop, they consume it, they read it, they look at it, they consider it. What does it bring to them? And if that's all they do with it, is that good for them? Is it enough? And I think you need to create content that kind of has that in mind. Because if you're constantly trying to ask them to get out of Instagram and go click the link in your bio, or if you're constantly going, let's click this link on Facebook so you can sign up for this deal, they're going to swipe right on past it because they're not here to sign up for trips. They're here to see pictures and videos and enjoy it a little bit. Take a break. This is break time. And you're messing up break time with a lot of like heavy handed asks. So don't do that. It kind of becomes annoying. So ask questions and be engaging and think about how is this valuable if this is all there is. All right. Fourth, do something valuable there. Make them want to come to your to your page, to your Facebook page, whatever, run a contest. Hey, first, anybody that likes our page and likes the first 10 posts, we're going to do a drawing and it's going to be 50 bucks off camp. I don't know, something like that. Or host a meeting on Facebook live. If you've got a group, especially this is great. And you have a, a interest meeting or some kind of like leaders meeting. There's people that can't make it. They obviously can't make it. So I wouldn't announce this beforehand because this could affect your attendance, but depend you gauge that for yourself. But right the day before you can say, Hey, tonight, we know that many of you are struggling to get here. Uh, 20 minutes before the, before the meeting says, we're going to, we're going to stream this meeting live for you guys that couldn't make it like it kind of like it's last minute, but you were going to do it anyway, because you want to be able to include them. And it's like, Oh, I can go get this on Facebook. So that's a reason to go. I couldn't go to the meeting in person, but I can catch the replay and get all the info and watch it. And they might 
Actually, they will probably do that because that's valuable. Make them want to go or give them something to go there for other than it makes you feel better about the growing likes of your Facebook page, about the growing following that you have on Instagram. If that's all that is the reward they'll get is that it makes you as a church look better, it's not going to be worth it. You got to think about what's in it for them. All right, what number are we on? Five? Nope. One, two, three, four, five. No, that's correct. Five. Tell them about it elsewhere. Number five. Okay, so you have their attention in places like upfront announcements, video announcements, uh, the bulletin, slides before service. Put your social media stuff all over that. Tell them to go there. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on, on Instagram. Go here. Here's the links. Go check it out. Put up signage in your bathroom because here's the truth. Here's a gross truth. A lot of people do a lot of reading on their phones while they're on the toilet. That is a truth. We have to be okay with that as a church that people poo-poo and they, while they're doing it, they're looking at their phone and that's a great opportunity for you to go, Hey, check out our Facebook page because they will, and they will like your page and follow you and engage with you on the toilet. That is bathroom stuff. I'm so sorry, but that is the truth. Use it. It's right there. They're using it. Why don't you use it? Oh, see what I did there. All right. So tell them about it elsewhere. Tell them on your, in your pastor's email. Hey, I'd love for you. And don't just put it at the bottom with like a link with the image of the Facebook icon at the very top. If you really want them to go tell them at the very top of the email, I'd love for you guys to go check out our Facebook page. Here is the link. Go join, go like it, whatever. So um, do that in your in, in other places where you already have their attention. And then from the stage, if you can get your pastor to do this or your worship leader, or whoever's on the stage most of the time, this is a huge win. As a communication director, feed them stuff going on on social. Send it to them all the time. This great story. Here's this person that connected here. They ask about small groups and then they showed up. Share that stuff with them because what you're really trying to do is get your pastor to talk about that on the stage because those are great stories. They're just as good as any other kind of ministry. And when they start to share like, hey, on Facebook, we got this this, uh, message. And it's really cool to see what God did in their life. Let's start it on Facebook. People start going, wow, they're paying attention on Facebook. This is a valid place to interact with my church. Maybe we should do this too. It starts to create that sense of like, Facebook is not a joke. It's not a toy. It's what something serious we're, we're actually doing real ministry with. There's real people there. And oh yeah, I, I could reach my, my, you know, network with other people in our church during the week. That's cool. And then staff get on board and it's really helpful. If you can get people to talk about what's going on there, from the stage. And if you have control over that, then just do it. Hey guys, join us on social media. The conversation lasts all week. I think we have a line in our video announcements. I can't get it quite right. It says, um, we're glad you're here and go to the events page of our website and give that site to get information on anything you heard here and join the conversation during the week on social media. And it gives all our ha- handles. And, uh, it should, it happens every week in our announcements. Uh, and I think that's a big part of keeping it in front of people, letting them know, Hey, we're doing stuff over here. It's not just about the weekend. We realize that you're interacting with other businesses and people during the week. And we want to be one of those people, one of those organizations. So you do that. Tell them about it elsewhere. All right. And last be patient. This is the toughest one. A lot of us get into it. We start doing everything I just said, and we expect like next week, we're going to have this incredible Instagram following and this amazing Facebook reaction. And that's just not the case. It's just not how, how social media 
usually works. You hear these stories about these, I posted this and it blew up. Well, that's not the norm. That's not the norm for most things. The norm is a slow, steady growth that takes time because Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Snapchat, whatever, it it's not... An, um, a, a magical formula. You're, you're changing a culture. You're not flipping a switch. And, um, I was just, I'll, I'll tell you this story real quick. I heard Jeff Henderson tell this at, um, that church conference last year in 2018. And he was telling a story about how at Chick-fil-A, Trick Kathy heard from the Ritz Carlton that, um, when he said, thank you, they said, my pleasure. And so he's like, I like that. We're going to take that. We're going to put that in Chick-fil-A. That's where that came from. And so he goes to the conference and he talks to all the leaders and he goes, okay, by the way, whenever someone says, thank you, I want you to say my pleasure. And he said, what do we say? And everyone goes, my pleasure. And then he goes out and he buys a chicken sandwich. This is Jeff telling the story. And uh, he goes, "Uh, thank you. And the guy behind the counter says, you're welcome. So true, Kathy goes and he said back to the conference again the next year and says, what do we say? What do we say? And he keeps hammering this point home and he keeps saying, and Jeff was like, I think it took about seven years for my pleasure to really take hold in the Chick-fil-A culture that they're now known for saying that. And it's become a thing, but it took seven years. I'm reminded of the story in scripture where Abraham is told you're going to have a son and your descendants are going to be as numerous as the stars and the sand and all this. And then uh, several decades later, he's a hundred years old. He still hasn't had a kid. And God's like, now's the time. And it's like, oh my gosh, so much patience is required there because God sometimes moves in a little bit slower manner than what we would intend, but it turns out to be always better. And if we wait on him, we wait for these things to happen, then we're actually, I think, rewarded for being patient. And when it comes to social media, you have to be patient. A a cultural shift does not happen overnight at your church. If you've never launched a Facebook page and you've never had an Instagram or you've never done Snapchat, you've never done uh, YouTube or anything like that, you need to understand this takes time. It could be years before you really see a really strong uh, presence and engagement on that platform that takes a lot of work, takes some money, it takes some manpower. And it's just, it's, that is the bitter work. And the words, uh, it, that's the Kung Fu that Kung Fu actually translates as bitter work. And that's what this is. This is a lot of bitter work that doesn't see a lot of payoff until way down the road. And that's kind of the way of Kung Fu. And so as a, as a Kung Fu master of church communications, I'm telling you, be patient and it, and it, and it will eventually get to where God wants. And if it doesn't ever blow up and you get 50 people, then consider those 50 people under your watch. And you're responsible for those 50 people. That is the, the the path to really true contentment, I think, in life anyway, is seeing that God has given me what he wants me to have. Instead of God is keeping me from something or not blessing something or I'm doing it wrong, maybe he's just given you what he wants you to have and that should be okay. Uh, but continue to do it as best you can, no matter how many people you're following or following you, no matter how much traction you get. And God, I believe very much will bless it because you're doing what he's asking you to do. So go through these tips, do your best. But at the end of the day, be patient. You're doing good work. You're doing the Kung Fu of the church right now in this day and age. And I think honestly, you're kicking butt. So guys out there, I know I've seen it. I've seen what you're doing. You're doing great. Keep doing it. Um, 
I probably missed some tips and tricks. You probably have some thoughts. So throw them in the comments of our show notes here or, or wherever you find this podcast and feel free to leave a review online on iTunes and let me know what you think of this show. I I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate negative feedback as well, as long as it is constructive and kind. That's the key word. Let's keep it nice. Not typical social, not like YouTube comments, more like uh, Facebook group comments of people that you know. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We've hit our 20 minute mark and that's going to be it. We're done for today. So I th- appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for downloading the podcast. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Got some really cool guests coming up that I can't wait to share our conversations with you. And uh, I think it's going to really bless you. So thanks for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks. I'm Seth. Uh, go to the show notes, sethmuse.com slash 74 and get those people out there to pay attention. See ya. This episode of the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast is brought to you by exclamation points. We do the work so your copy doesn't have to.